This is a Podcat Nation production. Hello, this is Sainted Love, a podcast about beliefs, culture, morality, and the messy parts of religion and spirituality. I'm Olivia Pulverchuk. I'm Kiyomi Hori. And I'm Nick Anders. And yeah, man. <laughs> How's the week been for everybody? <laughs> oh, you know, just living, living the dream. I mean, on a personal level, it's been a pretty decent week, but Good. internationally, less yeah. so. Right. Globally? A shit show. Mm-hmm. Personally, fine. I, a slightly less of a shit show. <laughs> I recently started a new job and getting to know my new coworkers who are like young, hip, cool. We got lots of stuff going on. And I'm just like fascinated by them. I'm like, what do you get up to? Because you're also like interesting and like involved in stuff. And I heard two of them talking about the situation in Afghanistan and they were talking about it in a way that I'm like, what is this weird like just tone to your speech <gasps> neither of you remember 9-11 mm. it was the weirdest thing i'm like ooh, there's like somewhere in the range of like five to ten year age gap which is not a lot but there's a generational gap of a millennial versus the gen Zs that i now work mm. with where i'm like yeah this is weird it was weird so yeah hearing that conversation from like not an outside point of view but like a point of view that doesn't remember the current uh, the event that led to this 20 year war that we're now seeing. It's kind of hard of. to um, articulate how much the world changed after that. And yeah. like how like central that was to like our like years of coming of age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw the best description just for like that event and the fallout of it on probably on Instagram recently this week that was like, why are millennials like so dysfunctional? And be like, well, when we were 10, we saw thousands of people die on TV, and it just hasn't gotten better since then. It's just gotten worse, yeah. <laughs> which I'm like, yeah, accurate. Yeah. 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 So that's that's fun, international news. Right. That's, How are we all doing? But, um, the world's imploding. Okay. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know. Other than that. The province is on fire, too. That's, uh, that's a thing. It's been a bleak week, man. Like, personally, fine. Just surrounding environments. Ooh, Nelly. Yeah. yeah, I uh, harvested some potatoes. Except <gasps> oh! <laughs> I was expecting like a large, a, like a decently large harvest. I had like a ten-gallon like grow bag, and there was like three seed potatoes. I expected like a decent number of potatoes. Mm. <laughs> hey. I got a handful of teeny tiny little blueberry, like blueberry-sized <gasps> oh, potatoes. No. Hey, My brother, weird. I sent a picture to like our family like chat because we're super cool and we have a family chat. Uh, and my brother's like, they look like mutant blueberries. <laughs> and they Aww. do, because they're purple potatoes. So that was a little sad, but, but I got some good onions out of it, out of well, a different harvest. You know so what? Cool. You're on a balcony garden. Like, that's impressive, right? Thank you. The only Snaps success for Nick. The only success I've ever had with potatoes is when I lived somewhere where we had access to a garden plot. And then we didn't plant the potatoes either. We just were like, just there. oh, this it's is weird. These are potato plants. So we just dug up these old potato plants, but then of course, naturally, like you know, they're there. Didn't get all of them. Yeah. So then the patch mm-hmm. of them still grew. We like relocated some of them, whatever. 
And just then we got like 20 pounds of mystery potatoes. Mystery potatoes. Without trying. There was one time um, when I was a teenager that they, my dad, ha- there was this pile of dirt in our driveway because my dad was like digging something up or putting in a bed or something like that. And this plant grow, grow, started growing out of it just randomly. And we're like, what the fuck? And it was a potato plant. We just got these pe- <laughs> potatoes out of this random patch of dirt. It must have got it from a farm or something. Because mm-hmm. like all of my family are like rural farm people. Right. And so I think that's where it came from. But it was just like this mystery plant potato plant right wow. i love that because you don't even need to have an entire potato it just it can be a chunk of a potato but as long as there's that chunk has an eye and it can sprout potatoes yeah welcome to sainted love a podcast about religion but also gardening and potatoes. religion and potatoes potato, <laughs> religion <and> potatoes specifically <sighs> we have anything else yeah. to is this like the shortest cold open? We're just to the point. The this weirdest week? cold open. The weirdest and the most distinct. Very strange. <laughs> I like all it. my plants are dead. I don't know. They're not right. all dead. A lot of them are dead. We need to clean our balcony. It's pretty gnarly. It's a plant graveyard. Um, I guess we'll just get into it then. Let's we do are, it. We're Let's f- chat away. For three people who established we were having like a really hard ADHD morning today, we are on top. Just on it. <laughs> Right. Um. So last week we had our first guest, Valen, mm-hmm. who was exceptional. Hi, Valen. Oh Please come back. We had so much fun with you. Um. And she talked to us about her upbringing, largely in the Seventh Day Adventist Church, and also with her couple years she spent in the Hillsong Church, mm-hmm. which um y'all knew a lot about. I didn't really know anything about which Kiyomi and I were talking this morning um in our shared home because we're a couple if that needed clarification Uh. if you're still getting to know us we Uh. touch hands and hearts (laughs) (laughs) I thought you said hands and parts well it's not that kind of podcast but like yeah (laughs) I don't know where this is going we're not married yet Nicholas uh, <laughs> no. L- living in sin mm-hmm. but uh Kiyomi and i were talking today about like i was like i'm gonna look up hillsong you know and just like because we're gonna talk about hillsong today because it is a hot bu- hot button topic in the news pretty consistently in the last five or ten years and i'm like let's just like explain what it is for people who maybe listened to that episode and were kind of like not really sure about what hillsong is but also we were talking about it and I was like, I just want to have some details. And like, maybe today I actually look up what Pentecostal means. And Kiyomi's <laughs> like, yeah, I noticed that like Nick definitely gives you a lot of credit for what you know about Christianity. Because <laughs> it's not a lot. <laughs> like, what I, day well, do I actually like open a book and learn about some terms that Nick really seems to think I understand? <laughs> so today was that day. Well, I like you see, this is. Something that I need to keep in mind is that, like, not everybody has this, like, weird fascination with religion that I do. Or, or, like, and, like, as a child, I found a book um, that I got as a gift as a child. (gasps) Show and tell. That explains it. Oh, my God. It's called um, the uh, Usborn Internet Linked Encyclopedia of World Religions. I think I got it for Christmas or my birthday or something when I was, like, you know, 12. Outstanding. Somewhere in there. It's actually really great. I still use it sometimes. Um, but, uh, anyways, I've like had this like long fascination with religion and religions just real um, and like theology and stuff like that. And I've also spent a lot of time in a lot of different denominations and different 
within the Christian, with the unchristianity. Um, and so I sometimes forget that not everybody has those same experiences and interests. And so I just like expect people to know what like premillennial dispensation is. That's okay. <laughs> We're going to get into this. <laughs> Which some is absurd because it's like a super weird like <laughs> niche topic. Right. It's like what we were talking about. It's like, yeah, this established establishing that, you know, Olivia did not grow up with a religion. Had, there was religion around just based on where you lived, but like did not grow up with it at all. In the slightest. Like, yeah, I got it. Great. Right. So <laughs> and it just throws down some like hard theological terms that like I barely know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But real quick, I need to point out, this is where I like kind of regret. So like we do an amount of editing to make ourselves sound a lot smarter than we are. We no, cut we out don't. the ums We're and the tongue pops. Eloquent. Right. <laughs> you know, we do it. But I'm like, oh, what if like it's moments like that exactly where i'm like what if we didn't edit and what if this was like available on youtube because nick just fully brought out the book he was talking about that we did not know was there and i'm like a visual gag for us (laughs) it just happened to be beside me it made me very happy i really enjoyed it you just had that it was just right beside you but yeah um so I've gone into Hillsong just for some base context and we can talk a little bit more about it. And Kiyomi, Nick, please jump in and mm-hmm. also correct me on anything. Because like, you know, I did this for like an hour this morning. I got a lot of information from Wikipedia. There were actual news articles, but like I got into Wikipedia. So like correct me on anything that is maybe incorrect or needs some more emphasis. Wikipedia. Apparently I see Wikipedia weird. How do Wikipedia. you say it? <laughs> How do you say it? Thank you. Wikipedia, like Wik- a normal person does. Wicca, it's uh, 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 uh. uh, uh. Well, uh, I just don't like IPA that sort of for thing. You? I was going to say, can we write it down in IPA? Yeah. Kiyoma and I are musicians, so we use the international <laughs> phonetic alphabet quite a bit. <laughs> My favorite. This is an unfortunate reference of actor, but good show. There's an episode of Community where Pierce Hawthorne, ugh, Chevy Chase's character, was... I don't know, referencing like something he looked, oh, I think it was actually about religion, something he looked up that was like very, very, very incorrect. And Gillian Jacobs' character is like, um, that sounds made up. He's like, I don't know. I looked it up on the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be worse than Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. That show's great. There's um, uh, a section where he talked about being Buddhist. Yes. P- Pierce does, but he's actually in this he's weird random cult. Fully in a cult. <laughs> Yes. Should we just do an entire episode where we like watch that episode of Community where Pierce's mom dies Absolutely. and he talks about his religion? <laughs> there's actually yeah. there's a few good religion episodes of Community. Yeah, there are. Like, do we do? We should do some know, um, bonus content where yeah, we watch pop Community. culture episodes. Yes. Um, this how, episode is about Hillsong. Remember how I said we were on topic like five minutes ago? <laughs> I was like, welcome to welcome to Saint of Love, the ADHD episode. <laughs> the like, Albatross episode. Like, how did we end up here? I I I, no I I don't claim any responsibility. I'm I so said sorry. nothing. I feel like this was my fault. I think this Anyways, was your fault. It's my favorite thing in the world to be like, hear me out. I have a point, and then go on like a twenty-minute tangent, and you're like, this was very, 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 very tenuously involved. There was not really any point. <laughs> the point was, you know, a dusting. Anyway, so, so we're talking about Hillsong. Tell, tell us about Hillsong. Yes. Yeah, so please feel free to interject and like correct me, and also flesh out some details. I'm going to get my notebook because I had details. I'm like, I don't want Nick to know what I'm up to. I'm not going to put it in a drive so he can look at it. I want surprises for him today. (laughs) (laughs) Like the surprises for Nick. Yeah. Not for me. Well, you can see the book. You're my special surprise. 
I don't know what that means. I don't either. I love to repeat words as if it makes them feel better. Um, Anyway, so Hillsong Church was established. (laughs) I'm just going to keep talking. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hillsong Church was established in 1983 in the Balcombe Hills, New South Wales, Australia. Australia. By Brian Houston and his wife, Bobby. I choose to believe it was Bobby. So what are their names? I have feelings about Australia. Um, Brian Houston and his wife Bobby cool (laughs) I wasn't sure Um, so Hillsong Church is known for its worship music Mm -hmm. Uh, many religious musical groups have come out of the church including Hillsong Worship Hillsong United and Hillsong Young and Free Um, yes Kiyomi and Nick are musicians who work partially within um, the United Church Mm -hmm. so like know a thing or two about religious song Kiyomi got home from an appointment today and just like sang me one of the Hillsong songs that they had stuck in their head on the drive. And I was like, this is deeply upsetting to me. Okay, here's what's really upsetting. I don't think that song is even Hillsong. It was just like the same genre of like Christian praise and worship. worship But it's very, it was very upsetting. There was choreography. That's that's something to maybe like just quickly mention is like Hillsong is largely how they spread was through their music and yeah, through their the music and ministry hillsong united and hillsong worship are like the kind of the two starter ones or at least as far as i'm aware those are the ones that mm-hmm. i knew um and their those bands became synonymous synonymous with contemporary christian music oh, for a very yeah. long time so it's really hard for, uh, sometimes unless you like look at a list of songs they've released because they've released hundreds and hundreds and hundreds oh um of what is a hillsong song and what is just like a contemporary christian yeah. song yeah it's hard to pull them apart it's like, pretty is fascinating artists like associated have they ever been yeah right um yeah, yeah so hillsong church is a charismatic christian mega church based out of australia it's now international i have a written here let's break it down <laughs> so let's break it down let's break it down <laughs> on those base points if you're like me and you're like i don't know i just kind of like talking about the metaphysical and concepts and like i really don't know anything that nick and kiyomi are talking about so charismatic christianity is a thing that we've talked a lot about in the last couple episodes Mm -hmm. which actually adhd train we also talked about this before i feel like we should point out we are well aware that the first few episodes have been all about christianity and parts of christianity Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is a religious podcast Mm -hmm. we swear this is a weird phase in which we just needed to expand on a couple episodes. We will talk about other religions and spirituality. Yes. We have a guest next week who is also within a Christian church, but like. Next couple ba- guests, actually. They're <laughs> the with next us. Couple of we got some cool stuff coming. It's going to be great. So anyway, charismatic Christianity is a thing we've talked about a lot, which I looked at is a really big emphasis on the Holy Spirit, spiritual gifts and modern day mm-hmm. miracles in everyday life. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you need more ex- explanation which i do so like you know this is not a place of judgment the holy spirit is the third figure in the holy trinity of the what is it father this son holy spirit father son the holy yeah, spirit yeah, the father being the big guy <laughs> capital g god capital g god the son jesus christ the holy spirit the holy ghost is like do y'all want to expand on this simon will talk about it oh next simon's week or gonna next have great... i think simon's the one to talk about this because yeah. it's actually quite a complex topic right just like if you had to tell me in a debate. sentence what is like, like cole's notes of it is that okay trinity three different beings but like they're all also one depends mm-hmm. on your denomination yeah. how directly you interpret that um but the holy spirit itself is like 
often is interpreted as like when you feel your like your conscience that's when you hear like god speaking to you kind of thing the like that guiding light or you know that those like intense here we go we're perfectly related to hillsong here we go those intense worship experiences that euphoria that feeling is the presence of the holy spirit yeah, and the charismatic church is like really big on that particular aspect of things. The Trinity is like, so it's a quite a complex <laughs> topic, um, but it's like an important doctrine in a lot of Christian churches. Mm-hmm. Some there are like, for instance, when oneness Pentecostals don't believe in a, the Trinity as the in this the doctrine of the Trinity, they look at it differently. It all comes down to who the person of Jesus was whether he was divine, whether he was human, whether he was human and divine. It's a whole long debate that goes on centuries and centuries and centuries back. Very loosely, it's about three persons, one God, or three three persons, one substance. It's kind of how it's viewed. Yeah. You know, it's wild. like water. Yeah, like water. That's you. That's often the uh, analogy that we give in water, because mm-hmm. water exists as a gas, as a solid, and as a liquid. And it can exa- oh. exist as all three at the same time, yeah. but it's all water. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Just hearing yeah. you two explain it very briefly and like honestly reading through stuff today and trying to make sense of something that I'm just getting like the briefest notes of and have no back base of. I'm like, oh, this is weird. I'm like, <laughs> religion for me, specifically like organized religion. I'm like spirituality is something else, but like organized religions are like group sports for me. I... <laughs> I see no appeal. I have no interest in it. I don't want to dedicate any amount of time of my life to it. But I know that many people think differently and hold it in such high regard. And I'm like, it's not for me, but I also would never take any take it away from anybody. So here we are, me as the a religious person in this podcast. <laughs> An Olivia episode. Buckle up. So back to Hillsong described as a mega church if you also are not sure what a mega church was which i was like i don't know that's mm. like seems self-explanatory but there is a full definition is it just a church with an unusually large membership usually protestant or an av- evangelical i'm learning to pronounce yeah. words today <laughs> <laughs> um the hartford institute for religion research defines a mega church specifically as any protestant church having 2000 plus in an app like personal attendees in an average weekend attendance getting really into it again protestant again correct me on this is like the Mm -hmm. movement of basically religion being like "Mm, i've got some problems with catholicism right that's correct yeah kind of yeah more or less more or less okay it's it's real 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 quick brief overview there's the church then it branches into catholicism and orthodoxy and then it, then from there, Catholicism branches into Catholicism and Protestantism. And then mm-hmm. it forks into about 5,000 billion different denominations. That's a very quick overview of Christian great. History, but more we or less are how it goes. rolling through these terms today, like yeah. crash course right. in Protestantism, like the root of that word, like protest. Protest, oh, yeah. They were in protest, in of, protest the doctrine, of, some the of the doctrine of the Catholic, Catholic Church. Christian, of the Catholic Church. Basically. Y'all, I'm learning stuff today. <laughs> Um, also, so Hillsong's theology is largely, or is, I think, defined as like Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. So Pentecostal mm-hmm. is real, 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 real emphasis on the direct personal experience of God. Um, I came across the term baptism with the Holy Spirit. Can you all expand on that? 
this is a very Pentecostal term that I know very little about, to be honest. Okay, same. From what I can understand, it was just like any kind of like the concept of like modern day miracles or like speaking in tongues or just any kind of like God is entering you. Yeah. So <laughs> they see it. They're basically Sorry. kind of three kinds of baptism that they have. There's like baptism. I forget what they call it. Baptism through Jesus, basically, which is conversion. Mm-hmm. Baptism of water, which is what we think of as baptism mm-hmm. and baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is like a... a, a literal experience of the holy spirit in the with their person okay. often in church yeah i think that's how it, it's basically a rundown of how it works thank you for being an adult and not laughing at um god entering you like i did <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm so used to that turn of phrase that oh. it just doesn't even phase me simon's gonna listen to this episode and be like i actually don't want to be a guest on your podcast <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be on your podcast i don't want to be a well, part of your wedding this won't be released until after the interview, so it's fine. It's <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so Hillsong is Pentecostal. Um, some fun trivia facts for you. Ooh. Famous attendees of Hillsong, which yeah. is part yeah, of this is interesting. why we know about this. Justin Bieber is the big one. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. Um, Biebs. Chris Pratt, or as I call him, the lesser Chris. The lesser Chris. The lesser of the Hollywood Chrises. Um, and it is competitive. Yes, it truly is. I'm assuming probably through direct correlation of justin bieber selena gomez was at one point an attendee of hillsong yeah, as was vanessa presumably. hudgens which like doesn't surprise me um one i did find surprising was like a number of the jenner kids kylie and kendall specifically i don't know of any others i'm um, see weirdly i'm i'm both surprised by that but also not surprised because they are despite appearances they're quite a conservative family really yeah mm-hmm. yeah well Caitlyn Jenner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, she's a real big Republican. She's really big oh, Republican. Oh, yeah. She didn't change her politics at all. When at she all. Other, other than being like, I'm trans and accept me for who I am, which like, yep, absolutely. Yeah. Nothing else. Right. Has also, yeah, has also like argued but, but against all those like, other trans people who are trans affected by right, Republican kids policy. And, yeah. Right. I'm like, you Anyways, are just sorry. the worst kind of person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some famous attendees, which is also like shed some just generalized light on the Hillsong Church. Can we talk about some of those people? Please, let's do it. So some of those people I know for certain are no longer members. Mm -hmm. Selena Um, Gomez. Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber. Oh, I thought Mm. he was. Mm. These are a few people that, because we're going to get into some of the controversy later, right? Yeah, we sure are. are. These are people that at one point were members, but due to... um, one of the leaders, Lentz. Yes. Carl Lentz. Carl Lentz. There we go. Carl Lentz. Um, due to the Carl Lentz controversy, um, as a result, left and have confirmed that they are no longer members. Mm-hmm. Then, however, there's uh, our lesser Chris. Yeah, who's still very much. Very much a I member. Think Anna, I think his divorce with Anna Ferris was directly a result of his involvement in the Hillsong Church. I'm, I would not be surprised. That's hot right. gossip, but I'm pretty sure that's correct. Um, We're pivoting to a celebrity gossip. Right, <laughs> and that one so elliot page oh reached right. out to chris pratt to basically be like hey uh you your involvement with this like outrightly L- um, anti-lgbt organization mm? thoughts prayers what's up um to which chris's response was that's garbage the church that i belong to is the most inclusive and welcoming of all people 
which yeah Googled. that's not like a perfect quote but but is basically hillsong does credit itself tries to market itself as being like dedicated to like racial justice and like inclusivity but yeah. like as i learned today is so incredibly not it but that's awful i did i think i did hear that but didn't have enough context of hillsong to like really credit that to my memory of elliot page reaching out oh yeah elliot page mm. loves to just like God. we love elliot create, page. create like fires it's great <laughs> incredible standing i wish that elliot page was actually a superhero but also tell me they're not they might be uh, pronouns for elliot page they are he both okay cool anyway back into hillsong because adhd hour with sainted love <laughs> um so just like another quick couple of just fact-based things to get into before we get into the controversy. So until 2018, uh, you know, Hillsong Church was a member of the Australian Christian Churches, which is the Australian branch of Assemblies of God. Mm. Nick, you want to mm-hmm. talk about Assemblies of God? Because I feel like you do. Yeah, I can talk about it briefly. Basically, Assemblies of God is the largest denomination of Pentecostals. Pentecostals we talked about already, but it's branch of Protestantism. The Assemblies of God is the largest denomination within that branch mm-hmm. it's also um, the and seventh have, largest christian community they have, sorry go ahead it's also the seventh largest uh christian community in the world oh yeah i've heard i heard that as well i got it's very facts, large bro it's it's um they're yeah it's it's pentecostal so they're highly charismatic highly evangelical um by which i mean they're about like going out there and getting people to convert more or less mm-hmm. um, Spooky. i don't know if they see it that way but that's how yeah. it is what it is so, yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah. it's uh there and they have like branches all over the world it's um basically when you hear assembly assemblies of god it's what people think of when they think of pentecostalism largely yeah. and now they're their own situation as of 2018 hillsong yeah yeah they broke off broke off but they mutually parted exactly so Hillsong, bizarre to me, very, very controversial entity. The reason why we felt like we needed to do an episode explaining it is not because it's not just like another sect of Christianity. It's not another like separate church. It is a whole beast that really merits some discussion and disclosure, which mm-hmm. is like part of why, I, you know, we're here doing this. <laughs> so I went on to the, again, I went through some actual like news articles from verified sources for my research, but for just controversy, I was like, Wikipedia, what do you have? Like, what can you link me to? The list of controversies from this establishment just kept going where I'm like, I must be done. No, it just kept going. It was like a 45 minutes of my morning today where I'm like, more? Really? Really? So I've just written down very base points because I'm sure y'all are going to just like yell about things that I have written down. I have not included names except for people who are like, yes, please like name me i'm speaking out i don't have names written down of like large offenders because i just they don't need more attention unless we want to bring them that so we've got things like misusing of funds on the grounds of indigenous endorsement Mm. taking um grants and applications and not using using them basically for like salaries and bonuses instead of to where they should be going which is um indigenous like reparations and work with the indigenous communities in their areas that's like the big most like a recent one hey yeah which is disgusting yeah like fuck you um (laughs) just like you know general tax evasion which of course yeah like wealthy white organizations love tax evasion it's their favorite well especially Um, like unfortunately under the guise of like religious exemption yep oh yeah Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Which, like that's a whole other. All right. There's an episode of Bob's Burgers where they like try to save a local establishment by making it a church because they're like tax exemptions. Like this is a common thing that en- enough that they could put it on an animated program. People would be like, yeah, tax evasion for sure. Yeah. Um, and of course, oh, you look like you had something sassy oh, to say. No, no, I just, just got I a microphone pose. <sighs> Unfortunately, of course, another common one within religious structures. We have multiple, multiple, multiple um, accusations in cases of child abuse and sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. And quite high up. <sighs> yeah, yeah. In the organization, we have their involvement and endorsement of a international Christian charitable organization called mercy ministries also known as mercy multiplied which is they describe themselves as like a christian charitable organization we're just like helping young women with hard life events looked into their doctrine without even looking into like an expose of what they're about just looking at their base website it's very very candidly like anti-abortion anti-choice oh, i've yeah. decided oh, yeah I'm they have st- no qualms about being open about that i've Most decided evangelical I'm churches don't stop using the term pro-life because that's it's anti-choice yeah you're oh, not yeah. pro-life of the mother or like whatever's happening you're anti-abortion anti-choice and they're really 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 uh anti-queer and basically like very thinly veiled conversion therapy Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's super fucked up. So, so on their, if I may just interject for a second, Please on their do. website, they talk about their, as most churches do, talk about their beliefs and values. And on the face of it, there's like not really anything that's like, I mean, you may have like objections on the grounds of theology or belief or whatever, but there's nothing that's really morally objectable necessarily, except for I think there is some stuff about being quote unquote pro-life, um, which is obviously morally objectable to those of us who are progressive people. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, <laughs> they do this thing that you'll find in a lot of evangelical churches and that are that are not affirming of LGBTQ people. Um, they do this thing where they list their values and stuff and then they say, we are welcoming of all people. And I'm very, very cautious of that. If they do not specifically say, we are affirming and, and welcoming of LGBTQ people here's a link of resources, whatever. If there, there's organizations that are like reconciling and reconciling in Christ, mm-hmm. which are specifically saying we are affirming and we associate with this group that is doing work within the church to affirm LGBTQ people. But if it just says we're welcoming of all people, they mm-hmm. are anti-queer. Almost 100% yes. and right, they anti-trans. All are welcome here until they're not they're certainly not affirming yeah a very good point thank you for bringing that up also just a general thing of like check your sources because things like that that are very thinly veiled Mm -hmm. incorrect and like terms that are designed to bring people into an organization and again they're stuck there Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's a way of like just talking around the point yeah a very Again, this is me not having religious background and using terminology that is probably like not great and incorrect and please correct me, but like the general like real, real not good religions like Hillsong that are like pretty culty. That's how they get members is that they have like some outreach of like we accept all people, people who are like not in a good point in their lives and they just need some form of community and outreach and they're like this person says that they're there for me and then suddenly like that person is fully different because they've been manipulated and brainwashed by someone who said that they cared about them it's yeah, so there scary is a, a danger of that and i think um it it's da- danger in that 
it's easy for people who are going through a difficult time or who are lonely or whatever to get wrapped up in organizations like this that are on the face of it welcoming and on the face of it you know happy and inclusive but when it gets down to the bare bones are incredibly exclusive in their beliefs and in their theology and are proponents of conversion therapy for instance which is actually a form of torture it's conversion torture yes. um and we can talk about that in another episode but uh exactly it's that. not good <laughs> right um but uh there it's and it's a difficult thing because there are churches that are actually welcoming environments and mm. come as you are type environments places like hillsong will say come as you are but what they mean is come as you are if we'll you're not queer you. if you're not trans if you are you know willing to submit yourself if you're a woman if you're not non-binary if you're well if you're willing to submit to our standards of being mm-hmm. and i mean all churches all churches and organizations have like their own beliefs and generally speaking you go to one that fits the way you think about the world but i i just think that the way organizations like hillsong the way that they have phrased things and then how they don't back that up by their actions is very dangerous exactly in my that. opinion i don't know oh 100 like, i mean just what we talked about a little bit last week with valen right just the a lot of the churches we're talking about general churches now too yeah we'll say like you can come you can be here it's yeah are you, you think you're gay cool that's fine just don't do anything about it it's fine if you're yeah. if, if you're if you're gay in your head fine but don't be gay but just you know as long as you don't act <sighs> on it yeah and there's there's Which like kind heard, of different i heard layers a lot to it. There's, up. there's different layers to it there's different some churches that are saying you know, there's absolutely no way that you can be gay and christian Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you're, you have same sex attraction, as they say it, I'm doing air quotes if you can't see, <laughs> those of you who can't see but same tra- sex attraction is usually the way they put it. And usually what they mean is you should go to conversion therapy. And what that means is repress and get married to a woman or to a man or whatever, like the case may be. There's no acknowledgement of non-binary people at all. It's men and women, and they are made for each other. Women are made to have children for men in these communities. Um, and then there's another layer of of groups that say, well, you can't be LGBTQ, you can be LGBTQ and Christian, but you have to be celibate. Yeah. Um, and then there's, of course, within the queer Christian community, there's debates about whether side A or side B, as we talked about last week, side A meaning affirming, side B meaning you can be queer, but you have to be celibate. Yeah. Like even growing it's, up, you knew somebody who, remember, many people were like, oh, we're pretty sure so-and-so is a lesbian but just you know is celibate for christ mm. because you know mm-hmm. she's never been married Ooh, right she's definitely a lesbian who's a whether that was true or not whether this person was actually like right you know had ever been like oh i'm queer but like uh, not gonna act on it because of god it was like so weird yeah I um apparently I just really want to talk about community today because it was a very good show. Um but there's another episode where they talk about it's a confusing <laughs> episode. It's a really confusing episode. I think it's fun. <laughs> I don't know. There's a few episodes of community where they talk about spirituality and various components, but there's one where I was thinking about it today as I was going through Hillsong and looking at all their exclusionary policy- policies of like um probably Jeff Winger brings up the idea that like paradise that is exclusionary is not paradise at all like it's clear as that yeah yeah Yeah, and i guess that's another thing um is like 
the charismatic movement and a lot they're not the only ones a lot of religions do this where they talk about their self themselves as the only path to salvation um for the charismatic movement that's definitely true where they see that you there's no way to get to heaven if you're not a christian um, and there, I mean, a, a ton of religions do this, so it's it's yeah. unfair to just pin this solely on the charismatic movement. But they're definitely. But I sure want to today, you know. Um. Yeah. Um. So, and it's um, it's a really um scary way to look about look at salvation, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. Um, uh, moving on through this list of controversies, oh which gosh. just like truly never stops. Oh, Kimmy's yeah, looking at my notebook, and they're like, Ugh. um. So many former members, countless former members, have come forward and like made statements against the church describing them as an authoritarian church uh there's lack of they've criticized them for their lack of financial accountability um they've called out their resistance to free free thought and questioning any of the teachings is not accepted and is i think probably punishable within the structure uh there's just outdated views and teachings that are oh can be seeing spoilers for later Um, but there's outdated views and teachings that are hidden behind the guise of modern uh concepts like they're like cool hip christian rock music like it's it's real bad um and just a general lack of compassion within the structures and with uh the powers that be there's a former member who actually wrote a book about it her name is their name is tanya levin the book is called mm. People in Glass Houses, an insider's story of a life in and out of Hillsong, in which they just describe Hillsong as toxic Christianity is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, in another case, there is a pastor and self-described healer who lied about having cancer and being healed by faith and prayer and accepted donations and money from members of the church what? that were supposed to be for treatments, but were for, I don't know, fun times. So yeah. this person pretended that they had cancer. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Was actually asked to be on one of the tracks for one of the Hillsong musical groups to talk about his healing experience. It was super bad. Yeah. So um, there's something that we should, I, I think we should mention here that um, Hillsong is, I don't know if officially they teach this, but they have been accused of teaching prosperity gospel. And so prosperity Ooh. gospel is also known as the health and wealth movement. Have mm-hmm. either of you heard of this? No. Isn't it basically okay, so like if you are faithful enough that God's going to give you money? Exactly. You'll that's, why, that's why it's sometimes Ugh. called the health and wealth movement. Gross. So if you're poor, your faith If you are faithful enough, enough, if you pray enough, then God will reward you with money and health. The, the implicit or ex, yeah, implicit flip side of that is if you are poor or if you are unwell or if you are living with disease or if you were disabled then you are not doing enough for your faith it's because if you're even if faith. you are a devout person you're not praying hard enough or you don't have enough faith that's the implicit um like end and uh, end, end result of this the- theology it's an incredibly dangerous theology so the hillsong church has been accused of promoting this and the inevitable um result of that kind of uh theology is almost always financial scandal of some description and that includes people lying in order to get money it 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 happens in every single church that is promotes health and wealth or prosperity gospel this happens you see it all the time and it's always like it's the leaders of these like prosperity gospel groups the leaders that are always 
multi multi millionaires oh, yeah. who have <laughs> huge mansions and giant boats and they're like because my faith is strong look how god has blessed me god yeah. will bless you too if you just pray hard enough right yeah. it's disgusting disgusting it's really gross we could spend an entire episode oh, on yeah. just that movie oh, yeah. but like following up on that in more very very recent news probably not a surprise given the just tone that i've painted for hillsong church they're also big anti-vaxxers um there oh, have been yeah, many cases many cases recently of members passing away of covid and higher ups in the church making statements about getting vaccinated as a personal choice they didn't want to do it you know, God's going to protect you if you have enough faith. And you know, which is not good. That's getting, not science. Getting vaccinated is a personal choice. Yep. Yeah. But there you are personal consequences. <laughs> yep. I, see, this is this is something that has has actually surprised me about a number of the number of like evangelical. It shouldn't, but the number of evangelical like leadership, including leadership of Hillsong, who have been spouting an anti-vax or at least not pro-vaccine sentiment mm -hmm. is there's really nothing scripturally that supports this there's nothing it's this is an incredibly american-centric evangelical thing american evangelical is a very particular brand of theology mm -hmm. that promotes that kind of thinking but there's nothing like scripturally or doctrinally or like historically that would lead you with maybe the exception of certain groups that don't believe in things like blood transfusions i guess i could see a through line there but otherwise it's like why what possible reason why wouldn't you want to protect the people within your congregation right it doesn't make any sense to me but it's, here we are it seems like it is like cartoons and memes of it but like you know the person that goes hey there's this uh really bad disease that's going around it's virus um don't you know to keep yourself safe you're just gonna want to like socially distance from each other it's like so you're not around a lot of people all the time they're like <clears throat> i have faith my god will protect me Okay, so now we're seeing evidence that like wearing a mask is really helpful because we can reduce the spread of the virus that way. Um, my God will protect me. My favorite is the re a real life quote of God's beautiful breathing creation that you're going to smother. Great news. All of the top medical you know, researchers around the globe have <laughs> come up with this vaccine that can greatly reduce your chances of dying or going to the hospital. Excuse me, but my God is going to protect me. Cut to they're now dead. They're in heaven. They're like, God? And God's like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, Am I dead? Like, yeah. Yeah. Why? How did, why, how did I die? It was COVID. Why didn't you protect? I literally sent you all of yeah. the like, you know, these people that could do the work to help protect you, but you ignored it anyhow. But it was, I think it was a TikTok, and they yeah. get they're like, they're like, oh my god, they're like, yeah, I sent you all the researchers and scientists that could give you all this information to keep you safe, and you still didn't do it anyhow. They're like, you know what though, you understand now. I'm gonna give you another chance. I'm gonna send you back so you can like tell other people get people vaccinated they get sent back and they're like guys 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 god is being paid by big pharma yeah <laughs> it's a long-winded but like it was good there's been versions of that story like for a long time oh yeah and it's specifically to critique this kind of theology mm -hmm. exactly right yeah. i'm like again this is me not being a religious person so like treading lightly and not saying that you know religion is not valid and it doesn't give th good things to a lot of people but like 
if your views that you hold in your teachings are saying that there are things critical to your religion that involve putting you and other people in danger, assess what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Look at what look at what you're up to. Right. Just take a good look at yourself. I mean, I know this applies to like other denominations aside from Hillsong, so too, yeah. but like other groups. But like this idea that we live for heaven we live for paradise so it doesn't really matter what happens to us here because all that matters is what is that we end up in heaven and paradise so we're okay with allowing suffering here on earth because this if that suffering is going to ultimately lead us to heaven it's a-okay stop it stop it i I don't know how much you want to get into theology and stuff, but uh, <laughs> there is like a belief in these kinds of like in groups like Hillsong in they are maybe not as much as the Seventh-day Adventists, but they are end times focused. Mm-hmm. These groups, evangelical groups like this, believe that we are in the end times. Either that or they believe that we should try and usher in the end times, Ooh. which means to them that we don't have to worry about things like climate change. We need to only worry about our salvation. They are pro-Israel only in so much as they think it will bring about the end of the world, literally. Right, because Israel, right. the Israelites are the ch- God's chosen people. Yeah, yeah. They believe in building the second temple because they believe that is a sign of Christ's return. Right. Like there's, It's the a very Jerusalem. dangerous way of approaching end-time theology. Um, and it's a central part of a lot of these groups, like the Pentecostal church. In particular, Hillsong's version of Pentecostalism. Well, this is awful. Let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also just have written here, they just hate the gays. Oh, yeah. Is what I surmised one series of points into. Um, But also the last big point that I have, which I think is the probably the figure that you were talking about, whose name I've already forgotten. Carl Lentz? Yes. Um, A big thing is that there's like huge reports of abuse of church volunteers to the point where like there's major accusations of cult status yeah major accusations yeah. of cult status cult, in terms cult of is a, thought a control tricky word um but i could I definitely see that because cult is like it's almost always used as pejorative it's never used nobody thinks of the word cult in a positive light except for maybe scholars who are talking about historic cults because it has <laughs> a different meaning <laughs> yeah. um which is why normally you'll hear the word uh new religious movement but in this case they're deliberately being antagonistic so yeah. mm. Yeah, it is. An, it's an interesting. It is sort of like cult-like in that. If I can go into, I'm sorry, I'm gonna counter your statement on that and be like, sure. no, this is full cult mentality. Because, hi, hello, it is 2021. I am a white woman who loves true crime. <laughs> so I've gotten into cults in a big way and what they're about. Um, it's definitely big, not upsetting at all. Yes. So a big thing of like classic cult mentality of like the classic original modern day cults which is why we have the word which of course does get misused as you said is basically controlling somebody's thoughts through manipulation and physical control in ways that are subtle a big one which is my favorite fun fact is like a lot of the classic cults of like the 80s like the moony really moony folk of like there's compounds and in often like religious environments that are considered cult-like and when they get investigated they're like i don't know everyone seems happy and they're like yeah everyone's having a really good time like we all eat together we like grow our own vegetables etc etc a big the warning sign of that is when people are like really happy and there's a lot of like group meal situation protein deprivation they're all like oh we have a farm we grow potatoes we eat them 
potatoes are a big thing because they're like yeah yeah it's starchy it's like supplemental to body nutrition Mm -hmm. but like people are just like eating french fries and stuff and they have no protein in their brains to actually supplement uh free thought and critical thinking um things like what i read into hillsong specifically was like um hours of requirement for basically like shifts for the volunteers varied constantly and were changed frequently without warning where they'd mm. be there sometimes they'd be like oh yeah you're just gonna be here from like two until like six in the afternoon and be like oh actually oh you know you're just gonna be here for four hours we need you to stay till three this morning you do not get a break uh we're also you can hang out for like an hour but then we need you back at five for morning service things like that to control um sleep deprivation which also controls your ability to maintain free thought and critical thinking just like a lot of stuff like that yeah. where then they get further once you have like someone whose critical thinking ability is compromised you get into things like hillsong specifically being like mm, you can't date that person mm. um, oh you wanted to i don't know do this thing with your free time today you need to clear that with us first like that is mm-hmm. classic oh, yeah, cult programming but yeah i it is it's it's really scary because yeah. it's about it's about manipulation exactly. in every facet of it. And so when a church is doing that, especially a very prominent church, that's a very scary thing. Do we do a whole weird bonus episode where like I just talk about famous cults? I'm into it. I love talking about cults. I oh, love like I search the term cult documentary frequently. Oh yeah. Seriously, the potato thing is one of my favorite weird details. Right. And cult stuff is like very directly linked to spirituality yeah. so because again it's like we said it's people who are needing salvation or needing are in desperate times they need some form of community and support someone sees that and they're like potato right look what happened to betty's mom oh i'm like betty betty cooper on riverdale <laughs> oh oh this yeah. was a reference i was like who the f- who's betty who is betty like Betty Draper from Mad Men? No, <laughs> Betty Cooper oh, from This Riverdale. is a reference to teen dramas. Mm. Sure is. It always resolves yeah. in that. But yeah, that's um so that's Hillsong in a nutshell. There's definitely a lot more and with every kind of like every community group, every large organization, every religion, there's always like nuances and things and I'm sure there are people who like <sighs> I don't want to say this because I don't want to rain back on every extreme thing I just said about Hillsong, but I'm like, I'm sure there are people who have taken good things from it. I hope they're okay. Oh, there for sure are because there wouldn't be so many people joining if there weren't something positive to get. That's Hillsong in a nutshell. It's a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. Um, Mm. And like like you say, I like I don't I, I really try hard not to like rip on any specific religions or belief systems. I have a really hard time not just like have an at with uh groups like hillsong because mm-hmm. i just th- there's the positives are not at all outweighed by the negatives no. and the, the amount of damage that they do is astronomical as far as i'm yeah. concerned yeah. Uh, even if you're just looking at their stance on lgbtq folks yeah. alone mm-hmm. the number of lives that we've lost because of this kind of theology right is exactly unacceptable any of those points on the controversy list that i just read out any one of them would be enough to be like this is a bad scene yeah and, and I mean, there's like obviously thousands of people who are part of this church. I'm not saying every one of them is a terrible person. Right. As we know, last week we met a very, very lovely person who was part of Hillsong. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, there is some really huge problems with a lot of the leadership and for sure, for sure with the institution itself. There's tons of like, I mean, so even if you're just looking at no, no organization that claims to be a, an organization that is pro-God and pro-justice hides their finances like that. No absolutely not it's a it's an issue um i don't have yeah i guess i just don't have i don't have much to say 
because it's no. you touched on all the things that needed to be said <laughs> in a lot of ways there's some like it's some bad shit to be honest like and, yeah. and it's hard because like their music in particular is so pervasive um yeah and in the world and a lot of it's great music like it's good music it's as far as like contemporary christian music goes it's fun it's like rousing it is it, like it drives your emotions which is the purpose of that kind of music mm-hmm. i like don't have i don't have bad things to say about the music itself but the theology that backs it up is horrific yeah it's, too, it's yeah it's too bad it's really shitty and unfortunate but that's uh that's our bummer of a topic for this week <laughs> should we play a game let's play a game <gasps> give a game (laughs) let's play games (laughs) so a couple weeks ago nick led an episode for us and finished it up with like quotes from famous religious figures can you name the person so we're here um i have i think picked people who are uh cool and on the up and up i apologize if i've picked a figure who's maybe them been proven to be a little problematic i did my research to make sure i picked good ones but uh i could be wrong because again i am just going on this from like 20 minutes of research sounds good i mean feel it. free to pepper in with fun facts about my people i've picked and stuff i've said i'm gonna shuffle them so i'm also surprised i have flashcards all right when prayer removes distrust and doubt and enters the field of mental certainty it becomes faith and the universe is built on faith what was the very last part of that? The universe is built on faith. That sounds like... I will also accept a uh, movement or denomination. It, like, it sounds like it might be Augustine. I don't know who that is. Okay, so not. <laughs> not St. <Saint> Augustine. <laughs> no. <laughs> Early theologian. Um, this is an American person. Okay. Um, should we like have a just general sainted love establishment of like what we consider modern history? Where I say, like, within the last 200 years. Sure. Yeah, that qualifies. Modern history, uh, founder of a, not a religion, but is a founder of a general religious movement, so to speak. Huh. What? This might be a weird one, where I just thought it was really cool. I don't know how widely known it is. We, we're all learning stuff today. <laughs> I love it. A, a recent movement, like, two hundred within the two, last 200 years. Within the last 200 years. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. So this was a quote by Ernest Holmes. Is that name familiar to us? Okay. It rings a bell, but I couldn't place it. So he is a writer, speaker, thinker, person of the American New Thought movement. He was a founder. Oh, New Thought. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A founder of what is called religious science. So is like Mm -hmm. really big into the metaphysical of it all. Not necessarily, not not God, but not necessarily God politics. Like what exactly is our soul what is the universe kind of thing interesting Mm -hmm. so i don't really know anything about him in particular new thought is an interesting like movement because it has like some like sketchy like stuff later down Mm -hmm. oh i definitely some not so sketchy stuff later down it's really (laughs) it's really interesting um i don't know anything about this guy though yeah pretty interesting he was the one where i was like searched like ernest holmes controversy i'm like are you gross because like i don't know i'm getting some morning vibes from you but i didn't find anything to follow up on that are you listening is ernest holmes a pervert tell us (laughs) We want to know. <laughs> I just assume that everyone's Call a pervert. Call in now. I'm, sh- I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> right? He's definitely dead. So, like, there's that. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, I think he was, like, late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay. Okay. If you judge people, you have no time to love them. A very, like, apt quote for what we talked about with today's episode. Yeah, this um sounds familiar, but, uh, hmm. 
Is this person also American? No. No. Recent? Yes. Died in <laughs> 1997, I think. Is it Mother Teresa? Yeah, it I is. Was say, is it Mother Teresa? <laughs> I was convinced that every quote on next round was Mother Teresa, so I had to throw one in. Uh, learned a lot about Mother Teresa today and how she was. You like, know, I was helped. I was going to say like this sounds like Mother Teresa, but I was like, I need more information first. <laughs> Mother Teresa was a fucking bamf. Like, oh yeah. I see things about like missionary work, and I'm like, ooh, this makes me uncomfortable. But I looked into like what she actually got up to. I'm like, no, you were pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. We can get into Mother Teresa a little bit more because there's a lot of really, really good things and people see a lot of the good things, but there's also some yeah. really bad. Yeah, it's, she was a comp- complex person. Com- yeah. 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 We she should talk about person. some of the right? modern saints sometimes. Yeah. Um, um, thing, fastest, like, I, I think, fastest canonized saint in history. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing this about- maybe JP2, I think, recently, but anyway. Sorry, yeah. well, one more time I missed you. What did you I'm say? sorry? What was the last thing you said? Oh, I said JP2. John Paul II. He was- oh. uh, Two popes JP ago. JP2. Who calls him that? Nick and A lot of Catholics do. What the hell? Catholicism, you wild. Yeah, but that's the thing just in general of like any kind of like public figure or famous person. I'm like, yeah, you want to hope that someone is just like perfect. You can root for them all the way. But like people are people and they're questionable at best. You heard it here yeah. first, folks. People are people. People are people. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, we should get into Mother Teresa at some point. She sure. lived a fascinating life. All right. What else you got? The world is a drama staged in a dream. Not Shakespeare. The world is a drama staged in a dream. Right? It definitely sounds Shakespeare. This uh, isn't Christian. Nope. Oh, I was going to say this sounds... Um, this is not Western religion. It sounds like the founder of a is, Christian scientist. Is it but, something... Um, it's, is it, it's not one that we talked got in our last round of quizzes, hey? I don't think so. Is it? This is a name that my brain was thinking of last time around, but then it wasn't any of the right answers, but it was somebody I was thinking of. I was hoping we get it. Is this Guru Nanak? Yeah! <laughs> oh, Guru Nanak, yeah. Maybe okay. there. Yeah, Guru Nanak was the founder of Sikhism. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that how you say it? I always, I'm Sikh- always not Sikhism. sure. Sikhism. Sikh? Sikh- yeah. Sikh- um, founder of Sikhism and is one of the first, is the first of the 10 Sikh gurus. Mm-hmm. Guru yeah, Nanak. Yeah. Had some really, really, really interesting stuff to say. That's Again, a, that was not a, a really person poetic, I know a lot about. Uh, turn of phrase. I like that. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah, not a person I know a lot about, but that's why we're here on Sainted Love to yeah. learn more about people. Mm-hmm. Sikhism gets it's like sick. a real bad rap because of white supremacy, but it's yeah. like very, very fascinating. Incredible. Yeah, it's really interesting because mm-hmm. it's a monotheistic, monotheistic religion that has is like nothing like um, the Abrahamic ones. Yeah, it's exactly. pretty neat. That's yeah, really neat. I do not fear Satan half so much as I fear those who fear him. Oh, yeah. This sounds familiar. This one was cool. This is very familiar. This one mm. was fucking dope. This one, I was like, I'm going to edit this out. I was horny for this one when I read about this person. Oh, <laughs> this is cool. Is, is this a, a American well, Christian? This is a Catholicism figure. Okay. I think probably lesser known, but I thought maybe Nick for sure would know because- uh, Is it a, like a church leader? No. Is it a saint? It is a saint. Is a saint. Um, St. Francis? No. Is it St. Nicholas? No. <laughs> you start naming I've definitely heard it before, people? but there's so many saints. There's literally hundreds. This is cool. <laughs> so. I don't know if this is a well-known saint figure, but like okay. read more about this person, was fascinated. Do we want to know or do we I want have, to guess? I have no idea. So unless Nick do, has a guess. Do you know where they were from? Spain. Spain. Ignatius. No. I'm not sure then. Okay. So this person is known as Teresa of Avicia. Oh, no, Avilia. Okay. Okay. My, yeah, yeah. my L looks like a C. Teresa of Avilia, um, also known as Saint Teresa of Jesus, yeah, was a yeah, yeah. Spanish noblewoman yeah. 
who just felt called to convent life within the Catholic Church. But like when you actually get into her just like profiles and what she was about isn't immediately referred to as like a saint or a Catholic person is referred to as a Spanish mystic because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was sainted, was involved within the Catholic Church, obviously was a nun, but like was really a very early forward thinker in terms of like metaphysics and spirituality and what our souls are, what the universe is, was like really fascinating and was like, as she got further into her life within the convent, got like pretty critical of God in a way that was like real baller, especially for women in the 1500s. A lot of the saints are like a lot more interesting than we give them credit for, especially like oh, yeah. the, a lot. A number of them were were mystics, like Saint Teresa yeah, or like Saint Hildegard of. Von I was just going to say Hildegard, yeah. right? With her What's mystical mystic, visions. Yeah. Can I tell a couple like quick anecdotes? Because this one was fascinating. I'm like Saint Teresa was a bamf. Like I'm obsessed now. I want to get into her life. Yeah. Is that okay. Can yeah, we get yeah, it? Yeah. So super interesting. I was telling Kiyomi, but like without names earlier. So there's a story that I was like, "Ooh, should I use this as a quote?" And I'm like, "No, this is like this is definitely like this is not a." proven quote this is a story that maybe is not based 100 percent accurately so there is an anecdote that i was reading about in which like saint Teresa was convening with god and speaking to god was very much like influenced of spoke to god and had a lot of contact was her deal but was like i don't know about you um but was talking to god like you do and was talking about just general like mistreatment she'd been receiving from other people and like was being treated poorly and god says to her that's how i treat all of my friends and her response was that's why you don't have a lot of friends (laughs) (laughs) that's great but there's accounts of her having like i would assume maybe from things i've learned today like baptism of the spirit is that the term we learned today we did learn that term today yeah yeah yeah. she's having like instances of that so to speak where she's like feeling like she's being propelled off the ground she is floating she's called and she's like asking other nuns to sit on her so she does not experience this phenomenon she's like i don't fucking like it i don't she probably wouldn't have used that term herself but yeah same similar idea yeah Yeah. this is where the catholic listeners are like i don't like the olivia episodes um Right. But no, she was fascinating and like very cool and very ahead yeah. of time. Um, Neat. Look into it. I got one more for you. He who knows does not speak. He who speaks does not know. This sounds very familiar. I've definitely heard this, but I can't think of who. This is a good one. I would also, again, we'll accept a uh, denomination or organization, whatever you want to call it. If you don't have the exact name. This is frustrating because I'm definitely familiar with the quote. Like, I've heard that before. I know it, but I have no idea. This is where yeah. mine get kind of fun because I have no, like, tie or particular pull to any religions. I'm like, I'm going from all over the place. You're like, I don't know how relevant or, like, right. common or well-known this is. <laughs> but we're all learning. <laughs> These are words the important I found. <laughs> <laughs> I like words. Um, any guesses? I, I got nothing. I got nothing. So this is a quote from, and forgive me, I... I hope i'm pronouncing this correctly but just trying to unlearn what i know from society um laozi was a chinese philosopher oh um founder of taoism Taoism yeah Yeah, yeah. that's why i've heard it i've heard i've heard that specific quote from i had a lot of fun when when kiyomi was at rmt today (laughs) yeah yeah i learned about some stuff that's neat thank you yeah thanks for that that was fun Thanks. That was a hoot.
Um, do we have any recommendations for folks today? Oh. What do we like? What do we listen to? What are we up to? Boop, boop, shadoop. I'll be honest. I haven't been getting up to anything. I don't know stuff. Just living a fascinating. You've been enjoying Brooklyn. Fascinating week. I have, that's true. I've been enjoying Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Which, like, which, yeah, is a weird, which is a weird one to be into during like right now in the last couple of years with like the you know defund the police movement and just everything was like mm. it's such a funny show but it's also a show that handles really serious topics especially topics related to police brutality, ish, police brutality and issues with police in a really mm. really mm-hmm intelligent really really respectful really really smart ways um so i've been having a lot of fun re-watching that's my third time watching it's so good if i can jump in on your thing which i also was like talk about this one right Um, (laughs) we haven't took it away from me man right i just want to jump in please continue to follow up after but we have been i've been watching it with you and the final season is airing right now and a year or so ago we were hearing from the cast being like we don't know how we're going to have another season if we should have one like this doesn't feel right but also felt wrong to not continue and finish the story because that also didn't feel correct so they've started airing the final season we've not started watching it but i got a spoiler for a major plot point of how they're dealing with the current civil rights movement that we're in right now it's gonna rip your teeth out Mm. like they are dealing with this in a very thoughtful and interesting and uncomfortable way. Oh, good. Way. I've, I've been wondering about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please I'm, continue. <laughs> I was mostly just going to say more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. But yeah, for- it's, it's really good. It's really funny. I forgot how good it was. We watched one of our like collective favorite episodes the other night, which was when Jake and Captain Holt get the mumps and they quarantine together. They got their goiters. <sighs> oh, yeah, yeah. Me just Simon wheezing. and Balthazar. And then Balthazar's <laughs> sister. Penelope, a thirsty bitch. She's Penelope is a thirsty bitch. Cut to me just like wheezing and crying, and Kiyomi largely laughing at me, laughing at Captain Holt' beautiful mind writing case over and over again on his living room window. Just like <sighs> the scene ends with Holt just turning to the camera, going case. That show's so well written. It's so, so well written. It's so yeah. good. Brilliant cast. Yeah, really well handled. Yeah. Real good. Yeah, that good. was key- so. That was Olivia and I's recommendation. Well, for that was Kiyomi's, but I was, I like, was like, "There's a joint. It's a joint one." I have multiple. To I have a lot of things to say this week. Nick, what do you what do you have? Um, I guess I'm going to recommend. I I didn't know what to recommend, but I'm going to recommend. Um, I keep being related to our show, but I've just been in a religion mindset lately. Uh, but this is a documentary from National Geographic. It's called The Story of God. Um, it's, um, done by Morgan Freeman. It's really, really, really cool. Um, there, each episode kind of hits on a different religious sort of topic. Like there's one on creation. There's one on, uh, end times. There's one on the, the problem of evil. There's like different ones like that, of course. Um, and talks to a very diverse range of religions. So it's like, he goes to, um, goes to israel talks to people there he goes to india goes to uh japan you know just all over the place he talked to um a couple weeks ago we talked about uh jalu dorje the young tibetan monk who is a reincarnated lama uh he goes to talk to him he's about nine so this take this is was filmed about uh, five years ago but um but it's really great it's um it's called the story of god i highly recommend it it's very interesting really fun really well done lovely Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. 
Um, I have two. One is relevant to our podcast. One is just because I want to talk about it. Okay. Um, so first one, the nonsense situation. If you are just needing something good for your soul, if you're, I don't know, like me and you looked into Hillsong and the charismatic movement today and you just unleashed a bunch of your religious trauma you didn't know you had and you need some serotonin, <laughs> go to your home, sit down, get your computer, open your computer, open your YouTube, look up the Kennedy honor center videos Mm. they are Mm. incredible it's a thing where like you know like biden's doing some stuff right now but like happy to know he'll probably be bringing these back because we didn't have them under 45 yeah but like our incredible celebrations of arts and culture um the cast or the creators of hamilton were honored which was neat Mm -hmm. but my two favorites which are so good one is carol king was honored oh my god who's a person mm-hmm. kind of like a not problematic sia where we don't realize how much of modern music she's given us because she's been involved in so much beyond her just like her catalog of in- catalog of independent work mm-hmm. right. um aretha franklin performs oh, yeah. you make me feel like a natural woman which carol king wrote for her right and it's like so wonderful and outstanding and like aretha is just being aretha and is an outstanding diva and is like she's got her big fur coat on and she's at the piano and she's just like being Aretha Franklin and it's incredible and then at one point she's like uh like not actual dialogue but she's like I don't feel like playing the piano anymore I want to vamp around the stage so she just gets up and drops her coat and she's like someone else is like runs on they're like I guess I'm playing the piano now Carol King is Amazing. losing her shit she's like over the banister of where she's sitting trying to just like touch her even though she's like hundreds of feet away it's incredible I love so that. That's a really good one. But my other favorite is Heart and Guests performing yes. Stairway to Heaven. Lovely. Um, John Bonham's son plays the drums in his fucking mm. hat and is wonderful. Everybody is in tears. The member the remaining members of Led Zeppelin are in their honored honorary seats. Like I know that Jimmy Page is like a known pervert and like sexually abused a lot of people, but like has the most wonderful smile the entire time where I'm like, I hate that you just seem like a sweet old man at this point. Yeah. They're they're, right. They're all like visibly delighted, but also like sad in that way where like something's so beautiful and perfect and touching that it makes you sad. We're like, they're all kind of crying and smiling, but like it's incredible. Anne and Nancy Wilson are like really inappropriately underrated artists. They're wonderful. Uh, yeah, John Bonham's son plays the drums. They have a gospel choir that joins them. It rips your fucking teeth out. If you do That's not have an emotional reaction to this, you are a monster. That's your thing right now, hey? Ripping, Ripping teeth your teeth out. out. Yeah. Yep. It's rather violent imagery. I but like, like it's it. so I feel like you'll For watch something it and you'll that's be like, decidedly positive <laughs> but I feel like you'll watch it and you'll get it and you're like oh that's such a weird phrase but like I get where she's getting this yeah, yeah, from yeah. it's so good we also had a weird discussion today of like how my mom and like her friend who grew up nowhere near her like heart played at both of their school dances when they were teenagers in the se- like 60s and 70s yeah that was that's my awesome. response to him like, right but then you were also was like where did your mom go to high school you're like Princeton I'm like what the hell right live music Not before even like mtv and social media city. where you learned about bands because they toured and were like just playing weird gigs because the world was right. smaller then that's what you do yeah yeah so that's, or that's what not- you did <laughs> that's what you did um now you so put yeah. out a youtube video go viral 
and then sell out stadiums right and then don't make any more music yeah it's really weird but that's my unrelated point this has gone on for so long i'm so sorry because i've had so much to say today y'all gave me control and this was your fault uh, never again <laughs> no i'm just kidding it was lovely it was great i really like um it. my related recommendation for the week which is a good one i don't know if you've seen this i know that kiyomi has not contact the 1997 cinematic masterpiece contact jodie foster jodie foster it's an incredible very very gay representation gay representation it's super ahead of its time um jodie foster plays a character who's like a scientist specifically in space exploration i think Mm-hmm. And is like trying to prove that aliens exist and everything. And like the entire movie is just like old white men being like, don't do science. And her being like, fuck you. And then like young Matthew McConaughey is like, call me sometime. She's like, yeah, sure, toots. And she never calls him and she just keeps doing science. Good instinct. Yes. <laughs> but it's like the entire movie is incredible and very ahead of its time. And it like deals with scientific themes of like, I don't know, like space, time, continuum, ultimate, like other timelines what is time as a concept but also deals with like the spiritual religious faith-based concepts of like how do you just trust in what you can't see mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's so good it gets me so pumped <sighs> i'm so glad that you've chosen to spend your life with me because like <laughs> <laughs> wow this is a mixed bag <laughs> no it's good um that's a good choice good good recommendation yeah have you seen it nick I have, but uh, yeah. like ages ago, but yeah. It's so good. We should watch it as an episode. <laughs> so yeah, good. that's what really, it'll be great auditory right. content, I'm sure. Just super uncomfortable <laughs> As we comment the commentary, yeah. But it's just I the commentary. It. You don't get to watch the movie. You just hear the commentary. Oh, yeah. You just hear the commentary. But yeah, it's very good. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks. That was a enlightening episode. Thanks, thanks for friends. Thanks for your, your, the research you did for, of course. for us today. Of course, mm-hmm. I needed to get on your level. So, here we are. <laughs> I need, I mean, I'm going to up my game now. Woo. You just raised the stakes. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to read. We're going to talk about varieties of Trinitarianism. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, with Simon, it. maybe we will. I don't know. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yes, Anyways. next week we will have another guest on, uh, Simon this year. We will figure out his exact titles and preferences and um, honorifics when we actually introduce him of the United church, it's going to be a good time. He's a very yeah, good speaker. Mm-hmm. He's far more eloquent than we are. Please <laughs> tune in. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the meantime, Nick, because I have a terrible memory for things. Do you want to tell us where people can find us on the internets? Oh yeah. Um, we are on uh, TikTok. We are on Twitter. We are on uh, Instagram and it's all at sainted love pod. Yeah. Yeah. Send us a message. We love it. Yeah. 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 I guess we should sign out. <laughs> um I'm Olivia. This was Nick and Kiyomi, and this is Sainted Love Podcast. See you next week. See you next, See you next week. week. Bye. Bye.